Hey, thank you to Helix for sponsoring this podcast. Adam has had his Helix mattress for almost a year now, and he's loving it. It's it's actually hard to get him up. In fact, he won't stop talking about it. You'll understand what we mean when he goes into detail. Thank you for the detail, Adam, later on the episode. But for now, we want to tell our listeners about a special deal going on. Our Sleepy Time Pal Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and... As if that's not enough, two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula. This is their best offer yet, and I'll bet it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. <sighs> we want you to know our holiday show brings out your favorite ho, ho, ho. We bring you Mrs. Claus's ton of fun. Wherever we go, this jolly old soul brings joy and cheer and love to everyone. Hooray for our favorite one. Coming to you live from the Ray Horseman studio in North Hollywood, California, it's Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, your comedy field guide to life. Welcome to our pre-Christmas show. Let it snow, let it snow, let it... Wait, 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 wait. We're in Los Angeles. How do you do that? Well, Robbie Ellingson, the general manager of the Mount Baldy Mountain Resort, will tell us how to make snow. And professional light stringer Christian Jimenez of Christmas Dudes helps us turn on the holiday lights without burning the house down. I'm Adam Felber, the kindly St. Nicholas of this podcast, handing out the gift of sanity. And now, please welcome the woman who always leaves Santa milk and double-stuffed Oreos, Paula Poundstone! Hooray for our favorite one! Thank you very much. Welcome, Paula. And uh, thanks to tonight's house band, Under the Mistletoe, comprised of members of the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles. It's fantastic. They're great. I love this. This is your idea, wasn't it? Having <laughs> well, a I hate to say it, but yes, group? it was. Fantastic. Well, Paula, it's pre-Christmas, that special time of year when all the great holiday movies are on TV, like the 1954 classic White Christmas, which I... Uh, you told me you had some strong feelings about it, so last night I watched it for the first time. Adam had never seen, had never seen White, White Christmas. Christmas before, which I didn't think was legal in America. Yeah, my mom was not a Bing Crosby fan, so that wasn't one of the staples of our household. But it came on television. I mean, it was like an annual, like Rudolph. Or, or, well, or, Rudolph, or, we watched every or year. Or Charlie Brown sure. uh, Christmas. There yeah. was just Miracle stuff on 34th Street. Had. Exactly. It's a wonderful life. Sure. Watch just... them all, but not White Christmas. Huh, that's not right. Yeah. Well, I love White Christmas. Adam was saying he didn't like the music. Like, I didn't like any the, lots about this. Who movie. the hell doesn't like the music? Here's the thing that upsets me about White Christmas. The music. And every year. No, not. I love the music. I don't. Every year. <laughs> Every year my stomach is in knots over this. Every year when I watch it, and right. I have it on DVD and video, and every year I think maybe this time. I can't believe time... your stomach is ever in knots watching that. Yeah, like, no, Like I could absolutely. eat an entire bratwurst and not have my stomach in knots watching that movie. No. It's, it's like a sleep pill. Because every, it is not. It's fantastic. I'm on the edge of my seat. Okay. But every year I hope it's going to end up differently. I hope that Bob and Betty are going to communicate you know, she gets upset with him, right? Because of um, yeah, one of the, the Ma housekeeper, Wicks, Anna, or uh, the housekeeper listening in on the phone, which, by the way, is never dealt with, right? And is unacceptable behavior. It is, um, and, and she gets it wrong. She gets it entirely wrong, yeah. and she passes on to Betty Bad misinformation. Information. Yeah, Betty supposedly in love with Bob yeah. and Crosby, parenthetically, um, <laughs> uh, doesn't even share with him what it is. She's upset about no, it. No, she, she flees just, to New York. She just notches her belt a, a little bit tighter 
right. because both the women in that film are like unbelievably skinny. Every right. every very- scene they had like a duel. Each scene they went to the further and further notch on their belt. Right. It was her and Rosemary Clooney, right? No, that was no, that is Rosemary Clooney. Oh, it is Rosemary, Rosemary Clooney. Clooney was Betty. Um okay. Judy is uh Vera Allen. Okay. Um geez, I thought you just watched it. I did. Um Adam asked me to come watch it with him, and I said, you know, this is the one film I don't need to watch because I've seen it so many times. So that's all that bugs you is that they don't communicate well? It's a lot. It's the whole the whole second act of the thing is just so frustrating. You just feel like, and then they get back together. No discussion. No discussion. She just shows up during the final show. Right. And then it's clear they're going to get married because she gives them the little gift off the back of the tree. And I just feel like, you know what? You guys are going to wow. break up by New Year's. There's... No discussion. It's not, it's not, it's a bad example. You are a lifelong devoted fan of classic sitcoms. Yes. And your problem with White Christmas is that there's a big misunderstanding that doesn't get resolved. Yeah. How is that even possible? But in like the Dick Van Dyke show, which is my Bible. I know. In the Dick Van Dyke show. In the book of Dick. And for, if I, I often turn to the book of Buddy. Uh, when they, <laughs> they, they, they resolve. In 22 minutes, they resolve. It's yeah. like, oh, Laura, I didn't know you were cleaning the house and uh, filling in the writing position on our show. That's true. They do resolve. Yeah, they resolve way. it. Like, oh, you know, I, I'm yeah, trying to think. It's almost you know, like White Christmas is lazily written. It is. There's no, you know, and it's just. That's exactly. It's like just that, so right? upsetting because I do want them to be together. Why? Uh, because it's love, Adam. Because it's love. It's, um, it's, the only song like I don't like, by the way, is the stupid snows, 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 snow. That's a little See, bit painful. None of the songs did anything for me. <laughs> I thought that it was the most appropriately named movie ever. It is because so, there were no black people in it. No, it's just so white. Everything about it. <laughs> it's not. Yes, the lack of black people, but the the music is just. It's just straight four on the floor oompa bullshit. And it, you and know, you're lucky you're, if you get an oompa. You're saying all this. You're saying all this if, as if you're a man of color and come from <laughs> no, a, I, I come from a background of such <clears throat> such a. I do. I come from a background of klezmer and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's some hot music right there. Here's a new rule: Jews can't even talk about White Christmas. Wow. That's the new you're rule. You're passing that rule. That's one of these laws that you pass that you make it make I'm a making, big generalization. I'm and making it's really that rule tonight. Me. There's no more, and this is uh, the legislature gets to make the rule and take it away from the governor. Wow. Um, yeah. No, that's it because wow. I just you just banned Jews from talking about White Christmas. <laughs> that is correct. Okay, I'm sure that's not going to come back to bite you on the ass. Because <laughs> you know I, one thing about my people: live and let live, <laughs> forgive and forget. <laughs> It's the hallmark of the race. <laughs> uh, you know what? I hope you're not alluding to White Christmas because you know that's verboten right now. <laughs> verboten and you went German too. Oh, Jesus, Nicely sorry. Nicely done. And then I said, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> and when I said Jesus, I was referring to him as a Jew. I know. Um, Let's move on then to um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Which I believe reindeer. the chosen people are still allowed to talk about as of now. Well, just wait a few minutes. Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I don't. I mean, every year we look forward. I remember you're probably too young to. Now you're remember talking about this. the Rankin. We're talking about the Rankin Bass animated claymation or what? Stop motion Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Talk, there is no other Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. What other Rudolph the Red? Are you thinking of the feature film? What other Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? You just felt the need to list the credits, but what other Rudolph the Reindeer could we be talking about? 
What other? W- there is one. There is one. Yes, our guest who is not here yet. But it, is there another one, sir? No, 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 no. no. Please lean in. Tell, Jump tell us. in. Is there another one? No, there is no. Other. There yeah, is there no is other. No other. Exactly. What other white Christmases are there? Yeah. There, there are no other white Christmases. And yet, films. you parenthetically identified Bing Crosby. No, I. Oh, no. it's the one with Bing Crosby. In no, it. I said Bob, and then I said Bing Crosby oh, parenthetically because you might have confused Bob with. Uh, Let's just I, move on. You to might have Rudolph the Red-Nosed confused Reindeer. him with Danny Kay. I feel like our entire audience because you're Jewish and you didn't understand the film. Wow. I feel like our entire audience is like enjoying what our holiday family time is like. And it's mom and beautiful. dad are fighting, and they're all different. Every yeah. cars all across America, they're covering their ears, going, "Stop fighting!" <laughs> <laughs> it's a long car you trip. Ruined with, Christmas again, Poundstone. We, we named the show the wrong thing. It should have been the long car trip with Adam and Paula. <laughs> <laughs> pull right, over! So, pull over so here! You, I'm not you, pulling over you here. You got a bone to pick with? Now you're now we're the lost. The only Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer I have ever to made. Pee, pull over! I'm not pulling over. <laughs> This is my parents driving. There's a pan under the seat. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we're, tell me what you're going to make with the only Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer okay, ever made Okay, here's the was. thing. The only Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer ever made, which I look forward to so much as a kid. Like, we talked about it in school the next day. It was so exciting. We would see in the TV guide the ad saying it was coming on. It was the beginning. It was the harbinger of the season to come. Yes. And Santa is an asshole. Oh, yeah. They no, make, you're right about how that. How could anybody take Santa Claus and make him a bad guy? They they did. He's cranky. He's rude to the elves. You know, when, when Santa walks eat, into that Papa, cave and eat. sees that Rudolph's nose for the first time. Yeah. You know what? He doesn't just diss Rudolph. No. He turns to Donner and yeah. he's like, is how Donner's could dad? you? How could you? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And let's the missus... Way to celebrate difference, Santa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it came out a long time ago. Yeah, it was a different world back then. Yeah. And everybody's mean to him, and there's no reason for it. Well, they... it was made probably in the 50s when conformity was a big thing. Well, I suppose, but then Santa should conform to the proper Santa behavior. Yeah, he know. was not jolly. No, he wasn't nice. jolly at all. Yeah. What? The... And in fact, he only okay. accepted Rudolph when Rudolph could do something for him. Right, exactly. And then there was no, I'm sorry I treated you like shit for the last few years, Rudolph. Yeah. No, no. And it seems to me that Rudolph uh, allowed everyone back in his life with no, you know. There was no penalty. There was, well, there was, there was very little. I, I guess there was an apology scene, I forget. I think there was. But it was begrudging from Donner, I think. He was like, all right, you're going right. to have your own nose. It wasn't. <laughs> You can yeah, have your it wasn't, own nose. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Po- No, it just, I don't think it's a good example. Uh, and I just hate the idea of a mean Santa. Although I Is will that the say, one narrated by Burl Ives? Yeah. As a snowman? Yeah, yeah, Sam. Yeah, that the never snowman. made it. Sam the snowman? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Is that I love thing? how he walked. I love how he shushed. See, that always, that always kind of disturbed me because he had no feet and he kind of like. <laughs> He kind of like, well, like, yeah. like an like an upright he, slug. He, he had no he feet because he was a snowman. Oh, I get that. Snowmen Paula. don't have feet. I do, well, except Frosty do, in the cartoon version. Oh, he, did he, he have he, feet? He springs feet when he uh, comes to life. Yeah. Oh, but that's because he came to life. But Sam just shushed. I love how he shushed. Wow. I love the sound they made, and I love it when he was like when he couldn't stand to look at what was going to happen with the yeah, which I think is not a great snowman. skill for a narrator to have. 
what the I think narrator narr- should be able to look at the story he's telling. No, it made it more chilling. It made it more exciting. Oh my Please god, I would me. get Even scared I can't every year. Look at this horrible beast. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Right. So anyway, so I, I mean, I love Christmas <clears throat> movies, but I do have this, you know. Well, and I, I, and have- I never really liked the Joe Cool skating thing in um, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. The Joe Cool skating thing. Yeah. It was like a really that. long scene of Snoopy skating. Yeah. You know, it'd be one thing if he was an Olympic athlete and then you go, that's amazing. But he's, he's animated. Cartoon dog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. It's and not I, that amazing that he can skate. No, not when you're animated like that. No, I, I it understand. takes a lot of the athleticism out of it. I think I understand that. Um, well, I'm sorry that I have one less favorite Christmas movie than you do, but it's how I feel. I um, can't believe. And you know, yeah. my family, I'll say, we celebrated Christmas. Uh-huh. We did not. We gave a... Lip service to Hanukkah. I think we lit candles, but there were no presents or anything. Because and, yeah. and there's a reason for that. I thought I'd bring it up. Sure. And I want to be nice to my people about this. But yeah. Hanukkah sucks. Yeah. I, I mean, think, it's just a terrible no, I holiday. Think, I I can just imagine Jewish families all over the country turning up uh, the podcast right now. Can right. I, they might be. Yeah. Honey, back up. What did Adam just say? He said something nice about Han. Oh my God. <laughs> No, it's a terrible holiday. And I, I think it's that like Jews decided they needed a winter holiday to compete with Christmas. Yeah. But look what you Christians, or I know you're an atheist, I'm but atheist, you're raised Christian, yeah. are bringing to the table. Yeah. You're bringing the birth of the Messiah. Yeah. That's pretty big. Yeah. What are we Jews bringing? Fuel efficiency. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing fuel efficiency. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, like bringing a, that's like bringing a slice of cheese to a gunfight. Yeah. It's not even a knife. It's, yeah. it's fuel the, efficiency. Uh, what was it? The oil burned for eight nights? Was that it? Yeah. And they thought it was just going to burn for one? Yeah, they had enough oil to burn lamps for one day. And instead, they were, they were able to light the temple where they were hiding out for eight days. And then they all got murdered. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I just I just really, have a hard time. Yeah. But uh, you know that's yeah, it's a terrible holiday. It is yeah, hard to put an upbeat spin on that. Yeah, and yet yeah. They, we try every year. Yeah, Got that silly dreidel game. And no, no, no. I'm glad my family celebrated Christmas. No, as well. no. Um, I actually like, frankly, the way Hanukkah is celebrated because it's eight nights, a gift each night. It's lovely. As opposed to Christmas, you open a bunch of presents, you're depressed by noon, and it's all over. Wow. Uh, yeah, I've always, yeah. I would I, imagine that other people have a different spin on Christmas than that. No, everyone is depressed by noon on Christmas. Really? Yeah, that's, it's the unspoken truth about Christmas. Everyone is depressed What's by noon. What's depressing about having a pile of presents? It just, you know what, it, it's that feeling like, oh, it's over, and then for me, I realize I have a lot of recycling in front of me. But it's not technically over, there are 12 days. No, they're over by Christmas, isn't it? I have no idea. Oh, speaking of which, oh, so, by the so way, is December twenty fifth the last day of Christmas? Is that the twelfth day? Oh, honestly, I have no idea. How could there be twelve days of Christmas? It's the birth of Jesus. He was born one day. I believe you. Apparently, Mary, Mary posited was, that Mary had yeah, an Mary exceptionally in, long labor. In labor for on this uh, show. Uh, push, Mary, push. Isn't uh, that what got uh, that? Pa- we, we, we remember last week we were talking about that pastor who wrote us. Right, right. I believe yeah. you were talking about Mary's labor. Which oh, made us I think didn't that know he, that's what made him yeah, bring that up. Yeah, day two. Uh, Mary, keep pushing. Day yeah. three. Uh, uh. Day four, the little drummer boy shows up. Not right. now, not now. Not now. She's starting to dilate. <laughs> All right. Um, it's really, okay, so it's really. I, I think we've managed we, to think, alienate everybody at this point. We can move yeah. on, right? No, the, athe- the atheists are fine with it. All right. We, well, get, we get some presents. Well, in the spirit of uh, pre-Christmas, because this is our pre-Christmas special. Yeah. 
Hey, Paula, it's been almost a year now since I got my Helix mattress. And as you remember, there was some drama surrounding Helix mattresses. Because when Helix first sponsored us, Bonnie took the mattress and she's been loving it. But finally, I got my chance to get a Helix mattress and I sleep so well. I mean, the family bed is where we all gather. We watch movies in, in our room occasionally and everybody just piles on it and it it's comfy. And yet when one person hops on, the other half of the mattress doesn't fly up. I'm a fan. Well, you know, Adam, everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It is the perfect combination of comfort and support. I agree with that last bit. I don't get all the technical stuff about the mattress, but it is soft and supportive. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses, the award-winning Lux, which I got, and ultra-premium Elite Collections, the Helix Plus, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and the Helix Kids mattress designed for growing bodies and endorsed by child sleep experts, and my daughter now wants one. So, how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You go to their website, take the Helix Sleep Quiz, and you find your perfect mattress batch in under two minutes you know when you said you can't follow all the technical stuff it's really not that technical you know uh no matter what way you sleep they have a mattress that will support and comfort you how hard is that uh, you know when you say it that way it seems a lot simpler i take it back that's my boner <laughs> and your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge and helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home that's why they offer a hundred night trial and a 10 to 15 year warranty to try out your new helix mattress well i like that there's a warranty but they can pry that mattress from my cold dead hands i took the sleep quiz i was matched with the helix midnight lux i got the lux And I love it. It is such an upgrade from my old mattress. You know, I think Bonnie got the Midnight Lux. She did. Too. Yeah. You're not here. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to take Adam's word for it? Well, you got Bonnie's word. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Your Sleepy Time Pal Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. That's a lot, and it's already not that expensive a mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash Paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula. This is their best offer yet. It's fantastic. It won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Well, not right now. And if you're going to get it anyway, use our code. Hey, Paula, you know, every once in a while we get a new advertiser that I get super excited about. And I have to say, just because of the circumstances of my life right now, I'm really excited about our new advertiser, Quince of Quince.com, the clothing provider. Not to be mistaken for Quince from Midsummer Night's Dream. And let me just say this, and maybe it's not important to an advertisement, but when I was in the fourth grade, our 
class put on a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay. And I played I played Peter Quince. There. There's the connection. One of the mechanicals. That's a great connection. Also, yes, has nothing to do with this, which is that um, Quince is an online clothing store. And as you know, Paula, I've, uh, I've lost a little weight lately. Oh, right. 75 pounds. Yeah. So I literally have no clothes that are in my size until I just ordered some stuff at Quince. And I figured, like, here's a chance for me to create a new look for myself. A whole new image. And how's it going? Not bad. I mean, the clothes are fantastic. I know that you ordered some, too. What I got is I got yes. the Comfort Stretch Traveler five-pocket pants. And I got oh. the, um, oh, it's so, and I got the 100% European linen shirt. And it looks breezy. And it fits beautifully. And these are, like, premium pieces of clothing that are selling for, like, you know, $30 a piece. Or starting at $30 at Quince.com. It's awesome. I look good. I ordered the brushed lounge jogger. Ooh. And, you know, I put them on when I came back from New York. I pulled them on, and I, I swear to you, okay, this is not scientific because I was tired already. Right. But they were so soft <laughs> and, and so comfortable that, honestly, like, right, as I got them up to my waist, I... I I think my eyes closed. They're so, it's a softness. It's a kind of softness that I don't think I've ever experienced in a garment, honestly. You know, my uh, drawstring European linen trousers are a little bit like that too. Like so comfortable that I just want to hang out with myself. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they're European. Keep that in mind. They're oh, European. they are so European. And you can get those kinds. Of, you can get washable silk tops. You can get uh, 14 karat gold jewelry and like all these accessories. Quince sells a lineup of timeless pieces that keep their customers looking effortlessly chic year after year. I'm not certain that I look chic, but certainly if I did, it's not going to take a lot of effort. I now look chic and I feel pretty great. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabric. It's all good as far as I can see. Is it my imagination or do they cut out the middleman? They cut out the middleman, Paula Poundstone. I love it when they cut out the middleman. That's the thing, they cut out the middleman. <laughs> That's fantastic. So be like me and Paula. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash nobody for free shipping on your order and a 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash nobody to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash nobody. And honestly, I look fantastic. Paula, you won't be able to keep your hands off me. Oh, I can't wait. And don't <laughs> think that if you had to return something, don't think you're sending it to a middleman because they cut out the middleman. They man. cut out the middleman. That's quince.com slash nobody. And if you're going to do it anyway. Use our code. Um, let's bring on our first guest. He is the general manager of Mount Baldy Resort. He makes snow and he drives a snowplow. He is also very knowledgeable about um, the various versions of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, of which there are one. <laughs> and he lives in Southern California. Please welcome Robbie Ellingson. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph with your nose. All right, welcome, Robbie. <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome. Robbie, how do you make snow? Okay, well, it takes air and water. It's pretty much how we it got works. that. Yeah, 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 yeah we, got we got plenty got that. of that. Um, it goes in a machine. I mean, I've seen the snow. I think I've seen the snowmaker at resorts before, but I never knew what it was doing. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, compressed air and and water, and uh, the the compressed air blows the water out into the atmosphere, and if the temperatures are 
conducive and the and the humidity, then voila. Oh, so it has to be cold enough. It does have to be cold enough. But I, I mean, I they make snow at a local mall known as the Grove. Is that fake snow? Uh, you can also make snow by chipping ice. Oh, it's bubbles, anyways. At the Grove, it's bubbles. <laughs> I don't think it's bubbles. It is bubbles. Yeah, I think it's I no. Think it's I think snow. it's adorable that they fooled you, but it's bubbles. <laughs> wow. All right, it's bubbles. Yeah. Um. So, what would it cost me? What would it run me to blanket Miranda Street out here with snow right outside Ray Horseman Studios? Oh, if it was cold enough. Yeah. If it was cold <clears throat> enough. Right. I presume it'd be, oh, like a hundred thousand gallons of water and wow. And uh, you need the compressed air and all the electricity to make all that. If it was cold enough, we could bring all the stuff down, take care of it for you for fifteen thousand bucks. Fifteen thousand bucks. Wow, that might be <laughs> what well, I'm doing. Be that I don't know, really I'm pulling, I'm pulling uh, that out of How cold does my... it need to be? Oh my huh? gosh. How cold does it need to be? Um, Freezing it, or just above, or it could be just above if okay. it's oh. if the humidity is right. This could be the most beautiful Christmas special. Christmas on Miranda Street. Yeah, well, we're those... recording that next week, so maybe we just bring Robbie back. All those toilets and mattresses with a thin layer of snow of over snow them. Be so sweet. I don't. Yeah. My, I have my whole my whole life. Every time I hear about it getting that cold down here, I'm always worried about all the people who live on the street. I've, ever since I was a little kid, I go, Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. it's cold. So, do you do snow plowing up at Mount Baldy? Yep. Yeah. Yep. We do snow plowing and snow grooming and So you you make the grooming. snow and then you plow it? You make the snow and then you go, What a mess. We gotta get out there and plow. Boy, yeah. you've yeah, you figured a way much. to stay in the money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Snow no, I, I, I you can't target exactly where the snow falls. I'd imagine even when you make snow you gotta plow it out of the way sometimes, right? Well, there's two different things. So you plow the snow that falls on the asphalt where the cars drive so you got to push that snow off the road right and you use like a, a snow plow to do that right of course and then the uh-huh. snow that you make um you you groom that is what now, you call what it what do you mean you snow groom grooming so snow grooming is um the <laughs> the groomers up at our mountain get mad when i call them this but i say uh it's like a glorified zamboni driver oh, oh but you know, Jam- so you know, zamboni the drivers are the around. coolest not everybody I thinks think so. so. Oh, is that true? Not if you're well. If you're a snow groomer at a mountain, you think that you're cooler than they are. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> in fairness, I grew up right near a hockey rink because I watched the New York Islanders play throughout my youth, and I was fascinated. But they do always take the same route. Yeah. The oh, same they, pattern. Yeah. Oh, every time. You know, every, I, I would just sit there going, like, "Don't you want to change it up? You got you got 15 minutes between periods. Just I get lost so easily that I would have to stop." And put my um, GPS on as a Zamboni driver. Really? Yeah. Well, I, wow, yeah. that's a bad sense of direction. Well, they're working on that in Arizona right now. All the self-driving cars are going to be running those Zambonis next. Oh, yeah, the Zambonis. There's, there's really no for reason sure. for a Zamboni driver. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Sorry out there. If it, yeah. I know we might have lost the Zamboni driving demographic of our yeah. show. Jesus, you know what? The Jewish Zamboni drivers, we'll never get them back. No, we've lost them for good. We, look, you had to pass the laws against Jews on this show. That was, yeah. you know, It makes me uncomfortable. Does it? Yeah. Not absolutely. being not being allowed to talk watch. about that movie. Oh, to talk about that yeah, White Christmas. See, you get to say it. Yeah. All right. Don't say it. The laws around here. They're they're restrictive. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm busted on the White Christmas. My my mom's gonna more than likely listen to this and she'll now know that I've never seen it. 
Wow. I lie. Uh, you um, asked earlier, and so I was like, So you lied to yeah, your mother about having watched well, well, I, just don't, even, I don't just come out and it? lie to her. I mean, that'd yeah. be weird. <laughs> I just kind of be quiet when people so wait, are talking about so it. So it's in the middle of the summer, and you go up to your mother and go, I've seen White Christmas. No, I, I would not. That, that, that would be me. Gosh, that's like one yeah. of my kids. I just but sit there and be quiet. But is it her fault? Shouldn't she have shown it to you? She probably did. I just didn't watch. I don't know. I have no. I was listening to you guys tell that whole thing, and I had no recollection of anything you were talking about. So you were with your family. You're, you're sitting on the couch, uh-huh. you're snuggling, you're eating uh, popcorn. I think you just get up and leave. He's right. And, it's a bad movie. <laughs> you turned your face into the couch. It's not a bad movie. And wouldn't your mother have noticed when you got up? I left? were allowed to talk about it, I could tell you a few things. But... <laughs> no, but you're not. Uh, all right, all right. I, I, all right. Okay, it's got a great, take, it's got a great I take name. back my, my rule. Your edict. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a great what? It's got a great ringing. It's like the song. Yeah, the song That's is the whole, yeah. the song. Oh, what'd you say? The song is catchy. He started the, the, to say the, the song, song is great. It's not great, but it's, it's yeah. a catchy song. So the song, years. like I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas, yeah. is that like the theme of the movie? No. Yeah, the well, two separate things, movie. right? It's just a song that he sings a couple times. it is times. in the movie, though. It, it is in oh, the several movie, times. White Christmas. Yeah. It's See, in I the movie. Not, yeah. Was not paying attention or... Yeah, no, no, no. Just the same way that Stairway to Heaven was in Deliverance. Was it? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, but Although it was, that would sound but pretty was, fun on a banjo, it, wouldn't but it? But it was a good a creepy movie. banjo version of Stairway to Heaven. There's a um, light, a sure. <laughs> I don't think that kid sang. A pretty mal. That kid didn't sing. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, he, yeah, I don't think he that talked. That kid didn't sing. I don't think he talked. Yeah. Um, all right, Robbie. So now, where are you from originally? I actually grew up in Mount Baldy. You oh, wow. grew up yeah. on Mount Baldy? I grew up in Mount Baldy. Well, I mean, yeah, my my dad uh, bought a small restaurant in the on up there in Mount Baldy in uh, 78. What was the name of the restaurant? Mount Baldy Lodge. Oh boy. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Really phoned it in with the names up yeah. there. <laughs> Everything is named that. Yeah. It's either lodge or ski resort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He must have anguished for days over yeah. what name yeah. to choose for well, that. Well, it was already named for him, so he didn't have to. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh, so he just took over the ownership of yeah. it. He didn't start from a. No. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think we ever finished the snow grooming question. What is it that these snow groomers are doing that makes them so hoity-toity around Zamboni drivers at the bar? <laughs> so being a snow groomer is a is a great job. You're up, you know, all night. It's beautiful out, and um, you're up all night. It's beautiful out. Yeah, it's huh. beautiful. Yeah. Stars banging, especially in Mount Baldy. We could see. Did you say banging? Banging. The stars are banging. <laughs> the stars are banging up there. Oh, I thought you meant. No, they're not. Gang the stars aren't. They're stars, and you're having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're getting loose. Yeah. 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 No, there's a lot of celebrities that come to yeah. come to Mount Baldy. Come to where the stars are banging all night. <laughs> no, I thought no, he meant he, like he, I thought he meant stars in the sky, but like you know you're banging under the stars. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It sounded you, the, less than romantic. Absolutely I must not say. what Robbie meant. He meant no. the stars are no, they're nice, to extremely look at. bright. Yes. And at uh, Baldy, where, where we live, that you could see all the lights from basically you're looking at like upland all the way out to the coast. Like you could see San Pedro wow. down to down to Newport and out to Catalina. So the, so they're out so there looking at the lights. stars and what are they doing to the snow? So anyhow, so yeah, the snow gets <laughs> so fresh snow or man-made snow and yeah. the people ski and snowboard all over it. It gets, you know, the moguls. You heard about moguls? Yeah, moguls, sure. So the groomers... Uh, push all the moguls down and then resurface the snow with a Gee, I wish you were talking about rich people. 
Yeah, just mowing yeah. them down. Yep, the moguls groomers, are banging. Groomers just push the moguls down. Yeah, yeah love banging. It. The stars of yeah. the moguls are gone. Yeah, <laughs> we could have gotten rid of Trump years ago. Oh yeah, uh, no although brainer. he's not really a mogul. He's, so, a, you know, he's, he's a, a failed mogul. mogul. He's yeah. a fogel. So, <laughs> that's what they call him. So you're out there on Mount Baldy at night. Have you? Here's this is kind of important to our show. Have you ever encountered a bear? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we have? have? We have bears at Mount Baldy, yes. Okay, so what do you do when um, you encounter them? Well, it's uh, not what you'd think, really. They're kind of like big giant rats in the trash cans, to be honest. Oh, really? Really. Boy, yeah. this is taking the glamour right away I from know. nature. It is. Yeah. I mean, big giant rats they, in the trash cans. Basically, they're raiding your trash cans, and, and so they're a pest more than a Yeah, they're, they're a trip. I did have one, so... A couple summers ago, there was because they're not in the winter time. Okay. Some, oh, they don't summers. come out in the winter. No, they're hibernating. No. Is that right? Or they're staying at a lodge? No, they go to they go to a lower elevations. They go to a nice time. lodge in Southern California, I believe. They go to lower elevations where uh, it's not so cold. Oh, yeah. In the winter time, because they're 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 black bears, I guess. Yeah, but they're covered in fur and fat. They should man up. It's not that cold up there, is it? <laughs> they don't. I don't know what they do. They don't hunt. They just dig in the trash and eat berries. And yeah. it's probably better what's in the trash, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Look, yeah. A couple. Well, then they go to the lower elevations and they have a debit card. They don't even have to dig in the trash. Right. They have yeah, a debit card. They do. Bears there. have debit cards. They yeah. do. Yeah. It's just a way the well, banks have the, of hooking I them in. I don't think that's at they're all true. They're at the Thanksgivings and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. Right. See. All right, so you got you run into a bear, and you've never had a problem with them. The reason we bring it up is we had a survivalist on our show, and he never showed up. He was going to tell us how to survive a bear attack. So um, since then, whenever we've run into people who actually might survive bear, bear encounters, we ask them. So when they're <laughs> at your trash can, do you do anything so about I it? Had, so I lived in a cabin. Um, it was actually in Bear Canyon, what it was, what it was called, the right. canyon I lived in. Okay, but, well, then I think um, that was your bad. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Anyhow, the, the cabin was pretty old and, and, and beat down a little bit. And uh, where we kept the trash, you could, there was the, the smell of the trash came through the wall, I guess. And so, Ugh. so it got, the, we had like an adolescent bear that, you know, I caught inside my kitchen. You know, and they're a, so moody too. A couple, a couple mornings in a row. <laughs> yeah. Wow! But it so, couldn't get its attention because it was looking at its flat yeah, thing. Am I right about it that? Took, it took off running pretty quick. You oh, know? It did. Um, but it was in your kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. And then He's... one time I chased it out. How do you it, know it was an adolescent bear? By the way, the uh, was it the tattoos? It was like, okay, I'll go, Dad. We all, well, we, we talked. my father. <laughs> was it the attitude? Yeah, it was the attitude. attitude. It did was, it lie to you and then leave? Did it go? I'm not here. Yeah, he's not. I wasn't the, even here. You're not the boss. So it's either of me. a teenager or our president. It was yeah. one of the two. <laughs> you're not the boss of me. Yeah, you're not the boss of me. So but, it just ran away. Well, it went one time. It went out the, a different door than it came in, and then it and then I had it up in a tree, and it went up in a tree, and then I had it I had it up in that tree all day, and I would just yell at it and go back in the tree, and it would come down and I was wor- I decided you were work- keeping it in the tree yeah it was a you trip get, you get back up that tree no I'm getting that's exactly man. what it it's, I was like get back up the tree and, can, and it would and it would go back up and it'd come down and be all make a weird noise <laughs> and I had it in the tree all day and I do called do you have kids because it's exactly like having kids <laughs> I call I call the Humane Society and I kept trying to get some in the phone. I got a tree, a bear up in the tree, and it's gonna. I thought it was gonna like fall or something, fall out and yeah. die. And it was gonna be my fault. So eventually, I was like, "Well, they're not coming up here." So I like walked away from the tree, and the bear went away. It came down and took off running. Never came back again, though. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, never came back. Thomas Coyne was running a scam. You know, the, our survivalist Thomas Coyne, who never showed up. We think he might have died out on Miranda Street. It's possible, <laughs> but we're looking for him. Um, because this is this, this is a somewhat dangerous neighborhood, it, it, um, but 
I'm going to break some news here then. Uh, bears apparently aren't dangerous. <laughs> Well, like it depends no. on what kind. Not if you. Yeah, no, nah, bears are not dangerous. No, not if you have a tree. Yeah, if you have a tree. Yeah, you it's know that. Well, they go up the tree too. Yeah. Well, if you are, no, if you have a tree, the bear goes up the tree and you stay on the ground. You know, my problem is we don't have a lot of trees. We uh, I have shrubs, and a bear just can't get a good good grip on a shrub. <laughs> Really? Yeah, they try to climb up a shrub. Yeah, they yeah. break it down. Wash it, will I would Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then they're still at eye level with you. Yeah. Right. So that, in that case, they're dangerous because they're annoyed. They're like I'm picturing like a like a koala bear, like with a drooping. Oh. Yeah, just swinging Upside at the top. Asleep. That happened yeah. to me once, by yeah. the way. What? I climbed a tree when I was a kid, and it was not a big tree. And well, I guess it was a big tree, but I climbed all the way to the top of the tree. Well, it wasn't huge. But I got to the part where it's kind of thin and spindly. Yeah, and the part then, that you shouldn't and, climb. Right, and then I was just like hanging on, wobbling around. <laughs> I, wow. I, was, I started to cry, and my sister had to go get Mr. O'Donnell to get me down. Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know, we explore so many careers on this show that you are not qualified for. Yeah. I, now being a bear is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or an arborist. Or, or an, an arborist, arborist. Yes. exactly. Yeah. All right, so... um. Robbie, what do you do when there's no snow? What are you What are you doing up at Mount Baldy over the summer? Well, we're open uh, year round up there. So, oh, there's stuff uh, to yeah. do up there. But do you find yeah. that the skiers are more disappointed in May? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're often. Yeah, do you get a lot of people asking for their money back in July when they go up to Mount Baldy to ski? Sort of subject people asking for their money back when there's no snow. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it happens. And you're Dick- like, I don't know. Well. Sorry you missed it. Right. <laughs> it was, this year it was short. Well, yeah. Well, I think you make a mistake being open year-round. That's maybe part well, of the problem. Presumably there are other things to do than just ski at Mount Doesn't Baldy. sound no, like it. No, not, because you not, haven't let him talk about no, it. No, listeners can't see this, but the look on Robbie's face suggests to Suckers. me that I'm on to, <laughs> that I'm on to something he was hoping wouldn't come up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're open year-round at Mount Baldy. Yeah, it's it is not- funny. The old the Baldy opened in 1952, and the old uh, old pitchers from back then they used to uh, ski on the hay, and like Lindsay they used to ski on the hay. Yeah, they put dude on the hay, and they had ski jumps, and people were in shorts and stuff, and all the Hollywood types. Paul has done dog sledding <laughs> on wheels. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I have because you do your dog cart. Dog cart. Uh, in the you know when there's no snow because we played Alaska cart. and you spent your afternoon. Dog carting. Dog carting. That's right. In order to keep the dogs in shape and prepared to uh, pull in the snow. But if you were to say to one of those dogs, do you want to go on this hay? They would just laugh their asses off. Roll around. Roll around. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see any pictures of them making hay during the off season when there wasn't enough hay to ski on? <laughs> Haymakers. They have a haymaker for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's where it came from. Make yeah. hay while the sun shines. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the expression well, you, came from. Is that where it came from? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. <laughs> Robbie's validating a lot of my yeah. Yeah, yeah, the things I, that I know. Definitely more to to more of an extent that I ever will, for sure. <laughs> so, well, th- these days, what we do, we have a zipline ride. That oh, nice. Go ziplining. People then, uh, zipline on their skis. No, he's talking about <laughs> yeah. when there's no snow. When there's no snow in the summertime. Oh. This yeah. is the year-round aspect. So people come it. up all ready to ski, and you go, "They're not zipline, psych." Yeah, you go. You know what? Why don't you do the zipline? We actually hoped that more people would just do the zipline, just that stumbled onto it. Turns out, people have to be prepared to go ziplining. 
Really? So people don't just come up for the afternoon and go, oh, there's a zip line. Let's do it. Th- th- I had hoped it would be like 15 to 20% of the people that were just there anyways would just go, oh, I'll ride the zip line. But no. No, it's like it doesn't take that way. 5% of those people will do it. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Other, other people that come do it, they're like, I'm going zip lining and they're on a mission that day to go on the zip wow. line. Wow. Well, yeah, Robbie, let me, me say it something It feels like, a, like a, just a spontaneous decision. Yeah. There's a zip line. I'll ride it. Yeah, I would do it like that. Yeah, right. You know, well, Robbie, the, advertising on this show is not all that expensive. And uh, so if you would like us to do a push for the zip line, yeah. uh, I think well, we I feel can like do we, that. we've been advertising the Mount Baldy Resort for, for quite a while now. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, we're kind of, it's hard to make him pay for it now that he's yeah. had a, like a 15-minute no. interview on the show. I think, but we've let listeners know that there is not skiing in the summer, even though they say there is. They and don't so say there is. They do, too. They don't. Yeah. No. He says we're open year round. They're open. And they make snow. Yes, but that's not saying they're skiing year round. It's... No, they can't ski, but people don't know that until they get up there. And All then right. they go, well, why don't you go on the zip line? This is, this is, and if you want us not to spread that disinformation, oh, no, Robbie, no, you're going to have to buy an ad. Yeah, yeah, and no, no, he, this is good stuff. I'm going to be playing this for uh, our customer service training. Yeah. He's really. There goes Paul is just grilling the customer service guys. <laughs> hey, we said there's snow, and they're going, Oh, you're fired. Get out of here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You said there's you said there's snow, and now you're trying to get me to zip line. What I love is that it takes Robbie by surprise that people aren't buying that. He's like, I was really hoping like more people would just want a zip line when they came up to yeah. ski. Yeah. <laughs> before well, we, it's, it's Southern California. There's not a lot of snow down yeah, here. Before we destroy it's all your business. Up, it's it's going to turn out that the zip line's not up very high either. Right. Like, we really don't have anything high to and hang And we call this. it Mount Baldy, but it's really just a parking lot. Yeah. There's no yeah. mountain. But, uh, we don't really have a snow plow, but uh, we do push the snow with the side of our boot unless we get some sort of a groin injury. And when we said when we, said we had a snowmaker, we meant snow cone maker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it seems to me, so Robbie, really the reason we brought you here today is to nail you for fraud. Yep, and we're busted. <laughs> <laughs> the police are waiting outside. Yeah. Thank you for being on our show. Uh-huh. It's it's it's, it's, it's the it's the new Paul Poundstone podcast called "I Shouldn't Have Gone There." Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, our our new our new logo is great. It's Paula with her arms folded and says, "Paula's on your side." Yeah, clang. Yeah, we're hoping to have Manafort next week. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> well, well, fingers crossed. Well. Thank you, Robbie Gellington, for bringing snow to needy Californians and having your scam exposed. Yeah. <laughs> Paula, what advice can you give our listeners about dealing with snow? Hey, Under the Mistletoe, can you give me a little background pre-Christmas music uh, for what I've learned from Robbie at Mount Baldy? Beautiful. You know, I'm from Massachusetts, and if you're like me, at this time of the year, I miss snow. Fortunately, Mount Baldy, which is only an hour and ten minutes from Ray Horseman Studios, is a winter wonderland all year round. (laughs) They make snow with water and compressed air, and then they plow it out of the driveway. Snow groomers break up the snow that's been tamped down by the zip liners, and they have sex under the stars. Millennials, there's a career that kicks the shit out of Silicon Valley. Robbie Ellington is the general manager of the Mount Baldy Mountain Resort. You can find out all their winter happenings and spring and summer happenings at mountbaldyresort.com. Robbie, thank you for being on our show. Thanks, Robbie. You're great.
May your days be merry. The cat of the week is Hugo from San Mateo, California. But as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Thank you, House Band <laughs> Under the Mistletoe. Um, they are all members of the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles, and that group has just released their holiday album, Joyful and Triumphant, available on iTunes and Spotify. And coming up next on our pre-Christmas show, toss the tinsel, break out the holly. We've got an expert on light string to tell us how to hang our holiday lights from the highest tree in town. That's coming up right after this word from our sponsor. Deck the hall! <laughs> Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is supported by Away, makers of first-class luggage at a coach price. This is a fantastic luggage. They are fantastic. Now, they, they have the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Um, their key design features. Now, I'm going to read this, but then I'm going to also talk about it. All right. They, the interior features a patent-pending compression system helpful for uh, overpackers. I was um, unaware that they had the compression system. Oh, yeah. Oh, you see, now I have a piece of Away luggage, and mm -hmm. I love it. And yes, they have a, they have they have these um, straps that you click together. You yeah. fasten them and then oh, you pull yeah, them. Oh yeah, sure, of course I knew that. The yes, yeah, yes. yeah, it's great. Yeah, they also have um, they they can power anything that's chargeable by USB. They have this wonderful removable battery, so you can you literally charge up your luggage and get up to like five phone charges from it. That's great. It's great on airplanes. There, you don't have to. You don't have to hover around the outlet at the airport. No, you don't. Yeah. Other people do. You just have to hover around yeah. your luggage. You don't even have yeah. to hover around your luggage because the battery pops right out. You know, there's something about the people who hover around the outlets. What about them? They just look sad. A lot of times they're drinking out of a paper bag. They're just... I don't think they that's... Look, they're not drinking out of paper bags. They are. They're drinking something. I don't know what they're drinking, but it's out of a paper bag. It's definitely sad because they've got all their belongings with them, and they're hovering around an outlet. They Sometimes they're sitting on the floor. An outlet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this... This is better. With the away luggage, you Oh, the away luggage. I just love it. Also, it's a hard shell case, and um, there's a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix or replace it for your entire life. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I just had my suitcase come from American Airlines the other day with the not away luggage. It right. was not away luggage. No, I, the, I've seen your your agglomeration of luggage the, that you carry. The handle that you um, periscope out to uh, pull the bag with yes. had come all the way out when oh. they pulled it out. Oh, I see. So you, and, you, you uh, basically had like a, a cane, in, a two-part cane in your yes, hand. Yes, exactly. And then the airlines had just sort of put it in a plastic bag and tied it to the Well, that luggage. was actually really nice of them. It was very kind of them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, ever since then, I've just been poking people with that uh, two-pronged uh Handle right. It has a, it just ends in two. It's prongs. great for poking people. Now. It's fantastic. Now, for now the handle people. on the away luggage is is a very very sturdy. Yeah, and they've got the four wheels at the bottom. Oh, really that is nice because really that nice. turns on a dime. The you know, four wheels. You're supposed to be enthusiastic, pretend to be enthusiastic about your sponsors, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I do not have to pretend. You don't even away have luggage. to pretend. That was like life changing. I love this piece See, of luggage. See, my luggage still has the two wheels, but the four wheels. My gosh, you can choreograph that luggage. You absolutely can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, That's I've seen nice. people. Do flash mob away dance numbers in airports. Wow, that <laughs> yeah, is with nice. With the luggage. That is very that's, nice. That's a lie. Yeah. Hey, but didn't you want to tell people about a special offer involving our sponsor? Yes, I did. Hey, <laughs> they've got a special offer for listeners. For 20 bucks off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash poundstone and use the code poundstone at checkout. Because this season, everyone wants to get away. And the thing is, 
See, if you use this code, they will know that you heard about this on Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. That's that's the key to the whole thing. That's good for us. Don't just rush out and buy it. Use, no. Use the code. Use the code. Because yeah. the code, it's a special offer and it's good yeah. for us. And you have to say, uh, Poundstone, don't just wink. Right. I don't think anybody was going to just wink. Yeah. No, a lot of people just wink and they think, now, people, that's the code. That's not the code. That's not the code. The code is uh, uh, awaytravel.com slash poundstone and use the code poundstone for checkout. I'll be home for Chris. Paula, it's that very <laughs> special time of the year. It's Christmas time. And everyone's getting ready for Christmas, except the Jews, although a lot of the Jews are getting ready for Christmas, too. Enjoy yeah. the holiday of Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I'm one of them. Um, but e- even the Jews who don't celebrate Christmas, and those are weird, weird Jews, uh, hang Hanukkah lights. <laughs> so let's welcome a man who knows how to string a glittering rope of joy. Christian Jimenez is the owner of Christmas Dudes, a company specializing in holiday lighting. Please welcome Christian. Hey, Christian. He's making a list. He's checking it twice. He's going to find out who's naughty. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I love our house band tonight. Fantastic house band. They really are great. (laughs) Christian, you've strung a lot of Christmas lights. What's the uh, craziest lighting request you get? Let's start you off with the nutty stuff. Yeah, the... uh, the craziest stuff you have to go there. <laughs> uh, so the craziest stuff I uh, I've had asked to do was um, this lady wanted red and white lights only. Unfortunately, there are no red and white lights. They're mostly either red or white. Right. Uh, so I had to. It pretty much took me three hours just to go and replace every other bulb with a red bulb. Oh, because it was like a string, you yeah. mean? And you can buy she the strings all white, or you can buy the strings all red. Exactly. But she they... wanted a candy cane pattern, basically. Exactly. Did Our... it look good, or was it a good it idea? Lo- it looked amazing, and just took a really long time. Wow. <laughs> I kind, I'm kind of liking that idea. It, it looked amazing, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, but the roof line was the hardest part, because uh, you know, on the other on the other stuff, you could get away with you know putting a bunch of stuff together, but on the uh-huh. roof line, it's perfectly aligned with your roof. So yeah, I had to go and replace every single bulb. Oh, to a did you do that color. before you hung it? Or uh, we? I mean, I found out about this as soon as I got to the job. So, oh my! <laughs> oh, so you were up on the roof doing it? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We had we pretty much had to do that because otherwise, you know, it would take way too long to do it on the ground, and it, it would take two people to do. A so you're shot. leaning over the edge of the roof, unscrewing bulbs. Yeah. Yeah, because huh. uh, and a wind comes up, and then have do you lose any of your employees on these jobs? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not to winds. No, no. <laughs> uh, to what? <laughs> Bears. Uh, a lot of <laughs> other lighting companies want to pay more. <laughs> no, oh, I see. <laughs> oh, so there's headhunters in the lighting business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there is. <laughs> do you um, now as it gets towards the holiday? Do you have some sort of advertising push that you do so that everyone knows to go to? To what's uh, uh, to uh, Christmas dudes? Definitely, definitely. My uh, website, ChristmasDudes.com. We're also on Google. Uh, but the best way to do business is referrals. Personal referrals, yeah, yeah. uh huh, yeah. It's the best, cheapest way. It's the cheapest way. It's the cheapest way. <laughs> yeah, but it's also the best, right? <laughs> yeah. So, what are the trends going on right now in lights? What's new in Christmas lights? Because uh, it's a two thousand year old holiday. It is, and it, unfortunately, there isn't a lot of uh, changes going on. <laughs> I, 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 that, it, it's it's the same every year, except for that one lady who wanted red, white, red, white. Yeah, it's that's it's, the big innovation in lighting. <laughs> red, yeah, white, red, maybe, white. Maybe I'm in the wrong business. Maybe I should yeah. be making Christmas lights, not Honestly, hanging them. Honestly, yeah. you know, I meant to bring with me tonight, and I forgot it. What? I meant to bring with me the box 
of the Christmas lights that went on our tree from the time I was like four. Really? How were they uh, yeah. big bulbs or uh, little tiny? They bulbs? were the big bulbs, and I don't oh, like the really little old. tiny bulbs. <laughs> what are the oh, big they bulbs? were beautiful. I think you mean like they, they look like regular light bulbs. They're, they're, exactly, no, they're yeah. sort of cone Almost. shaped. They're a little yeah. bit. Co- they're like a rounded cone shape, and they were big. And you know, now they say like you can buy ones that look kind of like that, but when you put the when you plug them in, the colors aren't the same. No, the yeah. colors are kind of cartoony now. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you can actually still buy those, but they're really expensive because well, nobody wants them so they're pretty rare i guess <laughs> so nobody wants them I, so I, that's a, I that's a trend them. in christmas no, lights yeah. is that, that yeah. nobody wants nobody wants those lights why doesn't lights? anybody want those lights they're beautiful because it looks like someone spray painted over them <laughs> no they look beautiful you know, christian would i be wrong if i felt that you were dissing the lights that i grew up with? <laughs> oh, definitely oh. sounds like he's dissing those lights. yeah, yeah. It does. i'm talking about Beautiful holiday memories. I'm tearing up a little bit. You are. <laughs> and I didn't even like the people I grew I up so with. I am so glad I never spent Christmas at your place. Oh, you wouldn't It's nothing it. but big bulbs and white Christmas. <laughs> no, awful. It wasn't just big bulbs and white Christmas. There was a lot of vacuuming, though. Well, you, you, said, you, you said you forgot to bring the box, so I you only have box. one box? No, I don't even have lights anymore. I just have the box. Just the, the box. box. So, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of it and put it up on Instagram, which I'm almost good at doing And maybe doing your now. listeners can oh, yeah. send you those big, ugly lights, and you can have I would again. love it if they sent me the light. You know, my assistant, Wendell, I've told him that that's the kind of lights that I like, but he apparently has been having little secret kibitzes with Christian behind the scenes. <laughs> and he won't get them for me. He's like, no, those aren't good lights. And I say, he works for me. He works for me. I say, this is what I want. I like the lights like this. And no, those aren't good. I gotta, you know what? You know, you can find those at the uh, strangest places, like thrift shops or uh, a Rite Aid, maybe. Or there's a, yeah. No. I've gone to Rite Aid. No, you can't get the beautiful ones anymore. What you can get is these things that look kind of like it. Because trust me, I've bought lights from Rite Aid before. <laughs> I think um, there's a new store. Where do you live? Where? I live in Hawthorne, which is very uh, close to LAX. Yeah, yeah. There's a new store out near LAX um, that's called Shitty Lights That Nobody Wants. <laughs> yeah. And oh Great my store. God, there's a lot. Uh, you wouldn't believe it. On Black Friday, line for blocks. Um, yeah, You'd be of, lying the name. But then lot, again, our, we have a podcast that follows yeah, the Nobody same, listens uh, to Paul Poundstone. Right, exactly. Uh, and we have thousands of literally of, thousands of, of listeners of listener yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian let me ask you is there a is there a um, revolution going on in terms of like what kind of bulbs are being used though because this LED thing has taken over conventional light bulbs I'm mm-hmm. assuming that that's that's happening in the land of Christmas lights yeah yeah so the LED bulbs are um, they're no longer glass bulbs they're plastic so okay. they're much easier to work with but they're not as bright they no, are they're not, not as bright. They're not no, as bright. No, they're not yeah. as bright. And that's why people don't like them. I mean, a yeah, lot of uh, like a lot of the younger people like them. Oh yeah. But uh, Paul, I don't think you would like them. No, young. <laughs> I would. I would not like them. And You're he's right, not calling Christian. you old. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you must be able to get brighter LED bulbs. Boy, I mean, like it's, it's not a quite a slight. They, really. they are fair, they are really bright, but they have a bluish. They're cool white, so yeah, they have a yeah. bluish tint to them. Right. You and they, they don't look, I know it's not a work, but they don't look Christmassy enough. Is exactly. what I've been told. <laughs> they don't look Christmassy. You know, and a lot of young people, um, they don't like bright things. They just like like hazy, distant things. I think you're <laughs> just making that up right now. No, that's, no. I I read a thing about it. You did? I did. Where did you read that thing? It was at the bottom of the CNN website. The CNN website said, 
Millennials the, prefer hazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't like bright things. They like kind of hazy things that are nondescript and, and really uh, not, not good. Yeah, they, they like the uh, gluten-free Christmas lights. Exactly. <laughs> Precisely. The, the gluten-free about? Christmas lights. Exactly. They like the Christmas lights that, that, that come with kale. <laughs> they, you yeah. buy Christmas lights and then there's little hazy lights with kale. Yeah, <laughs> that's the name of a store in my neighborhood. Yeah. And yeah. in the morning when they're sell- when they're selling those those tea, the the, the chai tea, and oh, it yeah. it's just so yeah. crowded. It's just wall to wall millennials looking at their phones and yeah, buying. It sounds so not Christmassy. Hey, Christian, have you ever heard of a book called The Amazing Christmas Extravaganza? No, I have not. Oh man, it might be it might be a David Shannon book. I cannot swear to the author, but you have to get it. It's about a guy who strings for his family. His annual Christmas tradition is to put a little thin string of white lights around the window on the front door, and uh-huh. the whole family looks forward to him doing it, and he's excited about it. But a neighbor sneers at him when he sees like this thin, and he feels embarrassed, and so he goes and he starts buying more and more and more lights. And yeah, what I'm saying is, great. it's a fantastic, it's a great. <laughs> book. It's beautifully illustrated. It's a way lovely, you tell it. It's a lovely. It's a lovely story. I would do the audio book if I could, but um, uh, I think it's maybe. I, think I know where you'd sell that one. I, <laughs> I may have my crew listen to it on the way to the next installation. So. It's, a, it's a beautiful um, book. So, uh, did you ever get? Uh, to actually bring this back to you for a second, Christian. Um, it was about him. It was about whether or not he'd seen the yes, book. Uh, yes. And as a man who's part of the industry, he would especially enjoy the book. See? Yeah. I was, I was but, bringing... But, you know, many of us interviewers like to ask questions that provoke more than one-word answers from the subject. <laughs> yeah. Not... That's, yes or no, and now I'm going to tell you the book. No, that's exactly why we go long sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Too much guest talking? Yeah. That's, All right, well, that's at the my... risk of letting our guests talk, Christian, let me ask you, just uh, piggybacking on what Paula said, do you, get involved, do you get involved in these neighborly Christmas competitions? Like, do you help? people's houses look better than their neighbor? No, he doesn't. Let's move on. That's actually a, a good question because, yeah, I, I do. But uh, the clients that I, that do have me do that, they, uh, they don't tell me this, but they kind of want me to either come really early or really late. And I think it's because they're embarrassed that their neighbors know that a professional is doing it. Oh, wow. Oh. So they want to beat their to... neighbor, but they want it to yeah. seem like they did exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Uh, wow. Do they so ask like... you to wear like a black uh, like <laughs> beanie and black, you know, like charcoal so that nobody sees you? Like, like or, or in dress Hogan's... as them, like wear my signature hat. Oh, that's a good black. idea. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, a dress and your pearls. your hat and I'll wear it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. So they don't want the neighbors to know that they're having someone do it. Yeah, exactly. They don't want, they don't want a neighbor to know that they spent hundreds of dollars you know, hiring someone to do their Christmas lights. I see. I see. Yeah. It's well, supposed my, to be a tradition in a My in neighbors a wouldn't like that. suspect that of me for a moment. No, I don't think they would. <laughs> yeah. They would suspect you of purposefully making work for the fire department, though. No, no, no. You know, at Halloween, we use real spider webs. Do you? <laughs> so you're employing a lot of local spiders, no, I, giving I, them a second I, chance. I cultivate them all year. I go, no, don't. Somebody will go to take it down. I go, no, no, leave it. Uh, uh, Halloween's just six months away. Right. Yeah, that's what cobwebs are for. Great work. Um, Now, Christian, um, what are the hazards or challenges of your job? Is it dangerous? Because I'd imagine falling off houses is is a hazard. Yeah, I would say it's uh, it's extremely dangerous. But uh, I've came across you know much more worse things than a roof. Uh, 
the worst thing that has happened to me is uh, please it was, bear, it please was raining. Bear, please say a bear. <laughs> there was this bear on a roof. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it was uh, drizzling, and um, I accidentally forgot to tape something up, and uh, the rain hit it, and it was, you know, water got exposed to it, and it shocked me. And I was midway down the ladder, and I was holding the light, and uh, my left foot slipped, and uh, I barely grabbed onto the ladder, and I almost fell. Like, oh my god! And was it was it a metal ladder? Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) Yeah, and I wasn't wearing my gloves, so. (laughs) Oh my gosh! But you didn't slip. No, I didn't slip. Okay. I no. didn't slip. Fortunately, but, I'm still here. Because you held on to the yeah, to you held the on to the But it was still extremely painful. <laughs> you know, if you'll allow me, Christian, I have a similar story, uh, <laughs> which is I was trying to replace a light bulb in my house that we rented in San Francisco one time, and uh, there was an old light bulb in it. And when I went to take the old light bulb out, the glass part broke off and just the, you know, the nozzle stuck in there, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Yeah. And I couldn't tell whether it was on or off because it wasn't working. So I didn't know whether up or down for the switch. And so... Uh, Usually it's up. Well, not always. Not always. No. So, and the no, thing is, I started out with, uh, I got a chair, uh, which is a tool you might want to use. I got a chair. <laughs> I love that you're some, at least trying to relate it to him in I, no, some way. And some, we are far and away from Christmas lighting needle and nose pliers. Oh, really? <laughs> and I gingerly twisted at the little thing that was stuck in the... Outlet and nothing happened and nothing happened. I was really prepared for something to happen. I'm like, nothing happened. It's off. And I jam it in there. Yeah. And I shot backwards. A big uh, black mark went up my arm. Really? Yeah. And I shot backwards off the chair. And your hair's been like that ever since. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why I want to have a regular doctor. <laughs> right. Because if I was in an accident now, they might look at my hair and go, "What the fuck?" Right. Like something horrible happened, and, and I like, want no, them to know. It was years like ago. this yeah. for a long time. Okay. This is baseline. Good to yeah. know. Yeah. Good to know. Not a great interview question, but good to know. <laughs> yeah, not, not... So no, this is how I make an interview question. That ever happened to you, Christian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it actually has happened to me, but uh, there like, you go. A couple of times? <laughs> yeah, I didn't use a chair to get up and uh, and replace that. I used a ladder. <laughs> yeah. See, so Christian I was, I was and I. A little safer have a lot in common you know it's kind of weird christian to see a guy who has christmas dudes on his shirt and it's a t-shirt what's well, it's a well we are in southern california it, it, yeah it, but still it attracts people a lot like of attention the yeah. winter thing don't they <laughs> they like that feeling like uh, you know i like to be cold this time of year you do i uh, sure don't you no my <laughs> my heater's out right now oh so Does you're just it, telling yourself you like it yeah i'm telling myself yeah the guy, the guy who came to fix it, he said to us today that he had talked to the landlord. He said, I don't know how to tell you this. He said, I said to her, do you want, uh, I can do it the right way or the cheap way? And she said, cheap way. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually what happens when you hire the Christmas dudes. Oh, <laughs> I'm just <right>. kidding. <laughs> no, well, I'm just kidding. You know, Christian, uh, it's not my place to say, but you should not do your own marketing. <laughs> Um, no, they, they, thank goodness Tyler is uh, doing that right now at home and not me. <laughs> Who's Tyler? Who's Tyler? Uh, Tyler's the guy who handles my website. He's uh, he's one of my friends. Yeah. In high school, yeah. Yeah. So he does, he does he website. do any of the work with the lights? 
No, no, he's no. just a website he's guy. He's a website guy. He, he just stays. He's like Bob Cratchit. He's just <laughs> hovered. You probably don't even put the heat on in your house. Poor Tyler is just hovered over a cold computer, right. tap, tap, tapping. <laughs> website lies for the Christmas dudes. Lies? Yeah, I, I, I think I think Christian Chris just, very just no. He just specifically said that they do the cheap way. Um, actually, he showed me a, on his flat thing. He showed me a beautiful picture of yeah, a, it, a job that I, just worked. I, I looked at your Instagram feed. There's some fantastic, and we'll put the Instagram feed up on. Uh, thank you, thank you. Up on the site. Um, yeah, now, do I you mean, have, I don't want to. Five or six people business, are going to see that. But do you have uh, some tips and advice for people um, who might want to hang their own lights? I hang my own lights every year. Mm. Um, What am I doing wrong? What should I do? Well, first of all, they shouldn't be on your head like that. (laughs) (laughs) They got stuck there. No, it's just... It wasn't meant to be on my head. I'm not one to make ball jokes, but it really (laughs) highlights the hair deficit when you string them over your head like that. I think we've proven over our 20 odd episodes that you are one to make ball jokes. No, I don't. No, I maybe do it. Because you make them frequently. No, I... I, I do it, but I don't feel good about it. Okay. Um, no, I mean, well, I, I guess wondered. that makes me feel a little better that you don't feel good about yourself no, when you make any one of your no. dozens and of I, ball jokes. And I had the reason, listeners, that I hadn't said anything about Adam wearing lights on his head, on his pate, if you don't mind me saying so, is that I, I thought it was like a, you know, how many days of Hanukkah thing or something, and I didn't want to say. Cause no, I they just stuck there. Because I didn't want to be culturally insensitive. Right. But it turns out he's no good at hanging lights. <laughs> you got any tips for that, Chris? No, I definitely do. You got to be patient. And, you be patient. Uh, and it's not going to grow back. I'm no. just <laughs> I can't believe what's happening here. No, no. Uh, do you have tips about, uh, for, for serious, because some of our listeners like information. Of tips course. about hanging lights. So tips t- about hanging lights. All right, let's get back to lights. Yeah. All right. So tips. Um, <laughs> we have to wrestle him back to the subject of what he does for a living. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> You yeah. first of all, you have Bet to. Bet you're wishing you're a snow groomer right about now, because <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can do under the lights. Banging, banging. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the first tip I would give someone is uh, definitely don't do it after work. Uh, do it on on the weekend because uh, you're going to have a lot more patience during the weekend. You know, once you're you get a good night's rest, don't do it after you come home from work. Otherwise, you're just going to put up one strand of lights and be over it. <laughs> yeah, right. And your family's not going to like that. So yeah. you have to have a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. And uh, second of all, do, do it during the day. I know it looks it looks cooler doing it at night because I've done a night installation. People yeah. love it. It's kind of hard to see if the lights are working during the day, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is because uh-huh. it's the... It's and is that <laughs> how you get away with it with your customers? <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here. Yeah, you're like, well, you, you must have done something wrong. It looked great when I was there this afternoon. <laughs> no, That's good a- advice. Do you, would you advise people to wait a few hours, though, in the morning? Um, because I've noticed sometimes when I hang up too early in the morning, there's still like dew on the ground. And my ladder sinks into the turf. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I would, uh, That's a problem. I'd say the uh, perfect time to put up Christmas lights would probably be around 12, 12, 15. Right. Yeah. So, so you've wait, had that definitely. thing where your ladder sinks into the ground. No, yeah. And and especially on the roof, it gets really slippery depending on what kind of tiles you have. Oh, Spanish right. tiles, shingles. Do you, do you go up on the roof, Adam? I don't go up on the roof. And I use, sadly, I use a step ladder that only gets me in the neighborhood of my roof. So I'm, I'm stretching in a very, very dangerous way most years. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. You Where do you hang them? Hammer something No, no, no. Roof? You know, the great thing is that uh, the people who owned my house before me hung little eye- eyelet hooks mm-hmm. underneath the storm drains so mm-hmm. that you can just string the lights right up through those. Yeah, well, yeah. nowadays they have these special... Actually, I, ha- I think I have one in my pocket here. They have special clips that go on every single light bulb 
and uh, they, uh, you know, align perfectly on your roofline, and it's right here. Look at this clip. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's now, a, this is that's, an elaborate-looking clip. That's yeah. a universal clip that you can buy at any hardware store, Home Depot, Lowe's. what do you Lowe's. do with this thing? So this is looks like spe a specifically for a C9 bulb, which are the big flash for bulbs bulb? that you like, the C9. <laughs> C9 bulb. It doesn't know what time of day it is. <laughs> It's disoriented. Yeah, it's a for a disoriented those, yeah. bulb. A C9. A C9 is a, is the size of the bulb. So it's a bigger bulb. It's the ones that this you like. This is the one that you like. This oh. is for your bulb. Oh, yeah. This is for your old school bulbs those. that no one buys. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you put every single bulb you has a you clip. Did? You cleared a little path and you went straight for it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I saw the whole thing. You know, we were just about healed. Our relationship. <laughs> we were just about friends again. And then, you know, what I see, Christian, is a pattern. No, <laughs> and it's not red, white, red, white. <laughs> so, uh, what do you do when the holiday season is over? You're the Christmas dude, and now it's January first. Yeah, uh, now he's the New Year's dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, Well, we actually—he's um, hanging Boxing Day lights. <laughs> Sorry, Christian. We no, like this year uh, I did the uh, first, you know, the first uh, Halloween installation. So we're doing Halloween decorating as well. Oh. And uh, when it's the summer, I do window washing. Uh -huh. Window washing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you do like high rises and stuff or? Uh, just uh, residential. Oh, okay. I don't have license oh. to go on a, or the, oh, you know, to go on Because we, <laughs> we had a high rise window washer on our show just last week. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Really? That's, yeah, we did. That's extremely dangerous. I it is. Yeah. Really... <laughs> uh -oh. He showed us a film. It was nobody he knew. You know, yeah. he watches scary uh, window washer films in his spare time. <laughs> no, he no, showed because us... he's a member of like OSHA or something. He... No, he was yeah. just, it was, it was totally fake. He, no, he showed us a film <laughs> of some guys where the wind was blowing and the things came unhooked from the, what was it, the planky thing that mm. hangs. And See how much oh you learned from God, these interviews. It was so scary. I forget what it was called. Uh, platform. Pla uh, yeah, the platform. <clears throat> uh, what was his name? Because I feel terrible now that... Hector. Hector. Sorry, yeah. Hector. Platform. <laughs> I think it was platform anyway. Yeah. The rest of it all stayed with me, Hector. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hector, if you were to pop up a couple of lights while you're up there, Christian would be out of work next year. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Hector, you're already up there, so you might as well do it. Yeah, don't give Hector any ideas. Um, I had one more question I wanted to ask you. Oh, our lights are, our lights are fire hazard. Yes, that's the one. Oh, fire hazards. Uh, that's probably one of the... You know, most important things you have to look out for, fire hazards. Sure. On the box of your Christmas light, every single Christmas light would let you know how many strands you can connect back to back on one outlet. Oh, really? So you definitely... I don't think we have... I have the box from the lights when I was four. Oh, so... I don't have the box from recent years. Yeah, most so... people don't have those boxes anymore. I mean, <laughs> so on those old school lights, you could probably... You know, hook, hook up one light bulb to one outlet because <laughs> they take up so much power. <laughs> right, and the LED ones don't take a lot of power at oh, all. Oh, no, so you, you don't even have to split that. You could run it all through one outlet. Right. Yeah. The, yeah, because there's because they're not bright. They're hazy in the way that young people like to look at. Because again, young people don't up. like bright things. It's, a lot yeah. of young people are not going into snow grooming um, because <laughs> at night the stars. You're just making that up. I mean, millennials are perfectly fine with bright lights. If you're a millennial who listens to this show... Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I know, that, I know that you're out there. Please uh, write into us and tell us uh, how you feel about bright lights. I think you might be confusing them with seagulls. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Okay, never mind. All right, well, thank you, Christian, for your illuminations. Paula, what advice can you give our listeners as they hang their Christmas lights this year? Hey, Under the Mistletoe, can you give me a little Under the Mistletoe music under my advice? 
you have to be very patient to be a light hanger. It's best not to do it after work, which is hard if it's your job. People love old lights because they're beautiful. Christian made a point of saying that. There's no shame in hiring a light hanger. Let your hanger do it during the day. It's the best time to do it. And let's be honest, you're not fooling your neighbors. They know you don't make your children's clothes, too. What are you, the Von Trapps? <laughs> Christian Jimenez is the owner of Christmas Dudes. And you can visit ChristmasDudes.com for all of your holiday lighting needs. Thank you for being here, Christian. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And when you walk down the street... Say hell. Thank you, house band <laughs> under the mistletoe. Uh, Paula, uh, one tradition I've started pre-Christmas is to listen to fine podcasts for maximum fun. So let's hear about a couple of those right now. Do you hear what? Welcome back to WKEP at night. Up next, looks like we've got a PSA from local forest ranger, Duck Newton. Do I start now or? Yeah, I lean in, Duck. Yeah, sorry. Um. Okay, I wanted to address the unfortunate situation that, okay, listen, two people, good people that I and a lot of y'all have known our whole lives are dead, torn to shreds by- A savage, uh, bloodthirsty beast that defies human comprehension. If you'd like to know more, stop by the Cryptonomica, Kepler's premier museum of the macabre, just off highway- Come on, we just wanted to warn y'all, to beg you, if you see one of those things out in the forest, don't fight, don't scream, run. Run as far as you can. Doc, it's almost midnight. Listen, folks, if you see anything, please go to thelamplighter.org and let us know. And get behind a locked door tonight. Anything else we need to... Oh, they're leaving. Okay, well, that's thelamplighter.org, and stay safe out there, Kepler. Hello, Maximum Fun. I am Oliver Wong, scholar, journalist, DJ, etc. And I'm Morgan Rold. I'm a music supervisor who loves stilettos. We host Heat Rocks, a music podcast where we talk to influential artists and scholars about the albums that changed their lives. On our most recent episode, we had the chance to talk with none other than R&B legend Macy Gray mm. about one of her favorite albums, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by <laughs> Yeezy. We get deep talking about everything from Kanye's college dropout days all the way up to his most recent shenanigans. I just think it's weak, and I don't think he has to do that, and, and I was just disappointed. So make sure you, dear listener, are subscribed because you definitely do not want to miss this conversation. Hate rocks every Thursday right here on Maximum Fun. With angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Beth. If you like our show, post a review on Apple. D. Hoke Klausman had these nice words to say about us. Oh, we have an excerpt from review. That's nice. Quote, the laughter. It makes me laugh. I love Paula's unapologetic and humorous insistence that she is right. She's quirky and ornery and funny. Adam is there on every podcast. <laughs> I, you know what? I love that guy. Right now, I'm going to make a balloon animal of that guy. What's his name? Uh, I think it's a gal. I think oh, it's, it's, it's a woman? D. Hogue Klausman. Oh, D. Hogue Klausman. D. Uh, yeah. D-E-E. -E. Could be either a man or a woman, I suppose. D. No, D. D-E-E. -E. Right. Yeah, that's D. Hogue Klausman. Well, yeah, that's that woman. Well, but also there's D. Snyder, legendary lead singer of Twisted Sister, and he's a man. Huh. Yeah, the, that noise you're hearing... That's my uh, is, balloon inflator. It's Paula's inflator. balloon inflator, Yeah, which she uses to inflate balloons that never become balloon animals. That's not true. This is D... What's her name? It's D... Well, we don't know. It's her. D. Hoge Klausman. D. Hoge Klausman. 
This this balloon's for you. Oh, she's actually twisting it. I'm twisting. You're it. twisting it, and it's going to become a, a balloon animal, then, right? Yeah. This is very exciting, folks, because yeah. Paula has now, has previously not really twisted balloons. That's not true. Uh, yeah, it, it is. This is D. Hogue Klausman. Wow, you're really making you're making a shape. Yeah. Adam, I've told you all along. I You've told me, but the evidence of my eyes animals. has been this entire time that you don't know how to make balloon animals. Yeah, well, but don't you trust your lion eyes? Well, it, it really seems like you're making. It doesn't look like I'm D. Hogue Klausman, or at least it is. This I is certainly D. hope not. Hogue Klausman. Yeah, it's. And, uh,. Yeah, you've been practicing. Yeah. Look at that. Huh? Now, we're going to put this picture up on our website or yeah. something. Um, D has a genetically I, big nose. Yeah, I sincerely hope that this in no way looks like D. Hogue Klausman. No, it does. You and think, she's you had, think so? Well, she had this part removed. But I knew her a long time ago. <laughs> I knew her before the surgery. You know, um, when I'm not uh, doing a show with you, Paula, you're doing shows uh, in other places, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might you want to share some of the times and locations of your upcoming shows? Yeah. Paula Poundstone? Yeah. I'll be in San Francisco on New Year's Eve. Where? Let me let me try that again. Bonnie, Bonnie says it's important. What is happening to Bonnie us? said it's important to say the city first. She said I always say it wrong that I say the location of the venue and then I say the city. And so I really wanted to hammer home. I'll, I'll be in San Francisco on New Year's Eve at the Norse, and I'll be in Houston on January 18th at the Wortham Theater Center. You know, Paul, at the end of our show, we have a long trail of pitches to our audience, and I'm going to pitch right now. You can submit a theme song to nobodylistenstopaulapoundstone at gmail.com. You can write asking for advice. You can post a review. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Adam, I have an idea. Yes? I say we condense that message to one word. Oh, yeah? Sardi. Sardi. Yeah, to Sardi. To Sardi. Yeah, theme songs, advice, reviews, Twitter, Instagram. So we just say that word, and you know what it means. Sardi. To Sardi. Done. Okay, that's our pre-Christmas show. Join us next week for our Christmas Eve show. Ooh. Yes, that's right. And a week after that for our post-Christmas show. Ooh. Yeah. And from here on in, the occurrence of every show will be based on its proximity, proximity to, Christmas. to Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. Watch for the changing of the guard in, yeah. in July. Our, our, yeah, exactly. As we our, start approaching our, our the next ju- Christmas. Our July halfway there to Christmas show is going to be very popular. It's going to be great. <laughs> Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is hosted by Paula Poundstone and yours truly, Adam Jingles Felber. Produced by Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber, Bonnie Burns, Ken Lezebnik, and Tony Anita Hull. Technical direction by Ray Horseman. Special thanks to tonight's house band Under the Mistletoe. Remember, the Gay Men's Chorus of Los Angeles just dropped their spectacular holiday album, Joyful and Triumphant, available on iTunes and Spotify. And thanks again to our guests, Robbie Ellingson and Christian Jimenez. Our head of security, making sure that this is indeed a silent night, is Jonah Knuckles Glickman. Transcription services for the show provided by TranscribeMe. For your special Paula Poundstone discount, use code Paula Poundstone when placing your order at transcribeme.com. That's our show for tonight. Won't somebody please listen to me? Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we know place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Merry pre-Christmas, Paula. Oh, merry pre-Christmas to you, Adam. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.